Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is just fun back at you that you made me like a horrible person. I won, and I didn't do it. I won. Yeah, Tan Mom. <laughs> she won. We're all winning today because it's yeah. Thursday in a short week. Yes. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Good morning, friends. Alexis Thompson, Don McLean. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Yes, oh, my microphone's back. loud. Sorry. Back oh. again. He's back. Back again. <laughs> Ross is Ra- back. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Ross Brendel. Hey. Good to be back. Thanks for coming back. Happy Friday <laughs> Eve, everybody. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Jason the and window. Kenny both off. The yes. window to the weekend is what somebody once told me. Yes. Who was One that? One more alarm clock. Yeah. It was somebody I worked with in very small town radio. <laughs> ah. Small town news. I sense Dawn did not like window to the weekend. Oh, my. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's, it just feels it's so, very distant. It seems fine. so woo-woo. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine here. Everything's fine. Everything's How fine. You know why? Because we're celebrating Chocolate Day. Oh. That always makes things better, right? It's father-daughter take a walk together day. Oh. Oh. Global Forgiveness Day. Oh. National Dive Bar Day. We love that. National Macaroni. It is National Strawberry Sunday Day. Oh, that sounds good. It does. And Tell the Truth Day. Uh-oh. Yes, please do. Cheers. Cheers. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee. Ah. Uh, How the your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Russ, how's your coffee over there today? Oh, it's very good, but let's not talk about my coffee. Let's talk about your glitz and glamour coffee travel mug. Oh, yes. I love that. Thank you. Don has one of these too. Megan gave us these. Wow. But my talker, do you see that it says, um, when we were pod brats. <laughs> <gasps> Did you see that? Were you here when that happened, Ross? I don't believe oh, so. Okay, so we so. got in trouble. <laughs> so Alexis and yeah. I, we got a Keurig, and then we started complaining that BR, she got us one for Christmas. Then we started the complaining office. that she stopped buying us pods. And people sent us hundreds of oh, pods. I was here. That's I do remember like thousands. that. Thousands. Yes. We weren't asking. They but just we started were. rolling in. <laughs> well, we were like, boy, I sure would like some pods. I, was like, I don't have any pods. <laughs> and then we just got boxes. It just wouldn't stop. That's and true. we got in trouble. We had to donate them to a woman shelter. Tubman, which Keurig. happy to do. Oh, yes, because, yes, Tubman. Uh, 
they do great, you know, work. Yeah. We bought them. They also got a, a, their own Keurig and the whole thing. But yeah, it didn't start off that we were begging. It no, was kind of like, Aw. it was a bit. And then it turned into, oh my gosh, people are really sending stuff. <laughs> That's so sweet. And this, Megan sent us these and it keeps coffee warm like forever. That uh, until and it mid says our names on it. See, it says Alexis's, it's yes. like a Starbucks. Yes. The emblem and everything. It's yes. incredible. So when my coffee's in this, it just tastes just divine. I I will once again point out, I, of course, have a (laughs) a very good one branded with the uh, Hubbard Broadcasting logo. Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful coffee mug. I'm going to have to come and see it. Oh, yeah. Can you put it in the window there? (laughs) No shots fired at all at my travel mug. It is a a great travel mug. I love it. Keeps, it's very nice. Keeps the coffee warm. And the coffee nice the, blue. the coffee this morning tastes better than yesterday's cup. I think my uh, beans to water ratio was <laughs> slightly better today I, than yesterday. I think that has something to do with it, but also that it is your third morning being here this no. early. And really at some point it takes anything. Three days. Yeah. It tastes really good. Actually, you will appreciate this. This morning I woke up and I know I didn't sleep well, so the alarm goes off. Oh. And Instantly, I woke up and I'm laying in bed and I go, this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that coffee tastes good, even if it's bad. <laughs> See? Or John's tea. How's your tea this morning? Oh, it's good. Yes, I actually uh, I found a box of tea in my car, you know, yeah. like you do, yes. that Panda uh, gave me because she did not. She brought you guys beans, I think, and yeah. me some tea. So I'm very thankful for that. Nice. Wow. See, we're starting it off with a nice beverage. We hope all of you are at home or work or wherever you may be. Comfortably indoors on another humid morning. Yes, it is. Nice and humid. Now, I saw here you wrote something about traffic. Now, you're not normally on the roads. Is it at this or in the morning? Is that related to people driving in general or We've Early lost morning our minds driving. on the yeah. road, it says. Yeah, I think it's it's in general. Okay. And, and then it was reinforced this morning. Because as <laughs> okay. you know, when you're driving into work at 4.55 in the morning, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not a ton of people on the roads. There's more, no. than you, there's more than you might think, but the roads are generally wide open. But yesterday, I left and ran a few errands. And then on the way home, and I, I see this every day, you have... The people. (laughs) I don't even know how to describe them, but they don't ever use a signal anymore. They're driving. Oh, you have them. They're driving way too fast for what the conditions allow. Mm -hmm. And and, and when I mean conditions, I don't necessarily even mean weather conditions. It's we're stop and go on Highway 36. Yet you think as we're all going 15 miles per hour at best, you're just going to go 30 weaving in and out of traffic. And by the way, I then catch up to you five minutes later. (laughs) We're at the same stoplight on Highway 61. Yes. I know it's got to make him feel stupid. That's what I always delight in. You gained nothing. And then this morning I'm driving Mm -hmm. in and, and I'll be honest. I'm probably doing roughly five over. Nothing major, but you know, a little bit over the speed limit. Ooh. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh man, deviant. Yeah, wow, very, Ron. very you deviant. See Alexis and yeah. I drive. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> wow. Um, uh, 
pedal to the metal, but yeah, okay, you're five there, over. Go there ahead. There was somebody this morning easily doing 90, and I'm not even joking. Oh, yeah, and that's then, absolutely common. Mm-hmm. In a 55, and all I can think, of, and, and this is what I tell myself to feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going that fast at that time of day, and you do it more than just one day, you are going to be pulled over at some point. So, or I, so that's a crash. That, mm-hmm. Yes. And that and that's the worst. To me, that is the just the absolute worst part is somebody who's come up on a few crashes and yeah. had to be the first person to call 911 and Ooh. no, no idea of what caused the crash just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. But why would you ever want to put anybody in that situation, let alone yourself? Yeah, I try yeah. to stay far away from them because yeah. I'm like, and good luck around that construction zone that's coming up. We also have you can see them coming. We've lost common decency too. Yeah, I, I was I sent He's this, become a boarding show person. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I do. Here we go. So, yes, I, Rand. I sent this tweet uh, fairly in jest, but I also do mean it. Yeah, when you're in traffic and somebody's trying to wedge their way in, and this is not a merging situation, they're just. You know, maybe you're in two or three lanes and they're trying to move left or move right. Back in my day, <laughs> there used to be a thing called the courtesy wave. If somebody let us in, we would give the courtesy wave. We, yeah, we would say too. thank you. People don't do that anymore. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of the courtesy wave. I think I am the only one in the seven county metro giving the courtesy wave. I do. Oh, yeah. Well, no, there's at least three of us. Thank you very much. Yes. We, mm-hmm. that, that, that's a state fair shirt right there. Courtesy wave. Yeah, I, I courtesy wave. <laughs> I, I just. That could mean people a People like things. they squeeze hmm. in and you are allowing them in because it's. I, I have to go through the Capitol Interchange mess right now, usually. Yes. Yeah. Right now I'm at Jason's, but. You know, it's like, you know, for a long time, a couple of miles that you need to get in the other lane. And then there's all these people that speed ahead and then try to get in at the end. Mm -hmm. It is. I am giving you an opportunity. (laughs) So you need to acknowledge that. Yeah, Where is my courtesy way? Sometimes I just don't do it. Are we supposed to be zipper merging there? Are they actually doing the right thing? And everybody else is. No, No, because they're bottlenecking. They're oh, speeding okay. up going in front of everybody, the, and then at I the see. end, they expect people to let them in. I see. I don't yeah. So you wanted area. to pass 500 cars yeah. to there's, get ahead? Yeah. That's not cool. There's mm-hmm. a stretch on 36 where it goes from three lanes to two lanes, mm-hmm. and I'm always one of the last people to merge over. I wait till the last possible second, but that's fine because that zipper merge. That's the opposite. Then right. I, yeah, that's then why I, I was asking yeah. about that. No. Yeah. Then, then I get frustrated at everybody else who either, A, somebody wants to play traffic cop and not let you in, even oh. though I did the right thing. Exactly. And then I laugh at all these other cars that are sitting for a mile and a half, and you have a mile and a half of wide open roadway. Yeah. Yeah. Traffic would move I, through much easier. My favorite thing, though, was instant karma. So, you know, on 35, right in downtown, where 35 and 94 come together, and then you're, you're heading yes. um, south on 35, yes. and it's two lanes, and the speed limit goes down to, like, you know, 10, 10 miles per hour less, and they're just zooming right through yes. there, and you're just like, do-do-do-do-do, and they're instantly the cop drives by, those lights start going, and you're like, ha! See, and then you're driving by like do to do while they're being pulled over. Do to do, and you know, her, <laughs> screw you guys. Yeah, well, it's like do to do to do. Look at you, buddy. I always take note too of where the police are 
not because I'm an excessive speeder, but what yeah. I find fun is, this is so bad that I find this fun, it's exactly what you said. Somebody will come up from behind you and they're going super fast, and all I think about is, they don't take this stretch of road very much. Yeah. They're in trouble! Uh-huh. <laughs> Gosh, wow. Well, hey, if you got any traffic concerns or rants that you want to share with us, please email the show or tweet us. Let us know. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got State Fair in Texas. Oh, some of their deep fried foods. Do we have yes. some new ones? Oh, gosh. Yes. I've been to, I used to live in Dallas, so I can tell you all about it. Ooh, too. All right. Let's go through the menu next. I really like seeing deep fried goodness instead of hot dog gorging on the grid today. <laughs> Woo, Jason and Alexis in the morning, my talk 1071. Alexis, Don, and Ross with you this morning. Jason and Kenny both on vacation. So, Ross, what's going on? This Texas State Fair, they've got some new deep fried offerings. Well, as you know, the Minnesota State Fair right around the corner. Oh, right. I think it's, what is it, 40 days away now? 48 days, 23 hours, and 40 minutes from right now. Yep. There's a countdown right on the website. I love it. August 25th through Labor Day, as we all know. And I think most of us know there's a bit of a friendly rivalry, I think, between patrons of the Minnesota State Fair and the Texas State Fair. Mm -hmm. But something did catch my eye yesterday. And we're not going to go through all the foods because the food list is as big as the state of Texas. (laughs) Right. But I I saw this out of the Dallas Morning News. They released the Texas State Fair 36 food semifinalists for the State Fair's 2020. I love this. Big Tex Choice Awards. Oh. Where they'll name one food as the best. Sure. They went from 51 to 36. They're then going to get it down to a top 10, and then the voting will ensue from there. But I thought it would be kind of fun to go through some of these foods that are on this list. Yeah, what looks the tastiest to you, Ross? Well, first off, a lot of them. Don't say that. Please don't say the the T word again. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I don't like descriptive words about food. Yeah, this is going to be a very tough segment for you. Yum, 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 num, num, num. (laughs) Well, that's kind of cute when you say it. Oh, so what are they, Ross? What are the ones you're most interested in? Well, actually, there's one that I starred right away. I made a mental note because I think the person sitting about four feet from me will be very excited. Okay, I'm ready. A fried charcuterie board. Oh, no! <laughs> they, just, they take the whole board and they just dip it there. Yep, this is all <laughs> the meats and cheeses on a charcuterie board. <laughs> Just like rolled up and fried? Well, it says even green apples tossed in oil, balsamic vinegar and herbs, then wrapped in a wonton and fried. Oh, I think wrapped yes. in a wonton. That sounds be delicious. A big yeah. Yeah, that better be a big old wonton. Everything in one wonton? Or a little bunny bite? I think they might. That's got to be diced up, right? Yeah. Got to be each one's in its own wonton. I think they only had so many words to play with, so we're not super descriptive on this this news story. Some of them I just don't understand, so. Oh, this, that sounds, yeah, delicious. How how about this one? And Dawn, if you see ones that you like or Alexis, let me know. Yeah, let me get this list open. How about this one? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. 
Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holy biscuit. I just love this. Holy biscuit. It's a brisket biscuit. Say what? (laughs) The brisket is layered with smoked brisket and street corn queso. Mm. Oh, my gosh. With bacon and Texas honey. Oh, Oh, yum. Somewhere in there, there are pickled French fries. Or excuse me, pickle French fries. How great does that sound? Pickle French fries. Ooh, okay. Yum. How about a booth at the Texas State Fair? You think we can get that done? Isn't there's like <laughs> what would we serve though? Isn't there's like two months long? It's, yes, it is. So yeah, because I used been. to yeah I used to work for um, another radio company that would be our competition, and I lived in Dallas for five years. Mm-hmm. So the Texas State Fair is longer. And but I, I'm telling you, it's the biggest just by the amount of people that come through. But it's nothing like the Minnesota State Fair. The Minnesota State Fair is the best. Yes! It is the biggest. Woo-hoo! There's no comparison. That fair is trash. <laughs> <laughs> they got this big cowboy outside, big Tex, And it's just the square footage alone of where it is, where it is. It's just not, you know, it's in an area that wasn't built out. It was for that. It's been there forever, but does it it's feel not, crammed? It that feels like, crammed, okay. and there aren't as good of rides. Like Ugh. there aren't experiences that people are. I just, I'm, yeah. I'm serious. Like it's nothing. It just doesn't even compare at all. When I moved here, I was like, dang, what? Yeah. There's actual roads with names. It's just like what? I mean, this is a <laughs> ours is just ours is Go the around best. the corner there from the. There's French fries, and then. I think, yeah, take a right there. and yeah. Oh, there's nothing that I can tell you that's memorable about the experience ever at really? the Texas State Fair. They don't have, like, big animals or... They do. Well, one time uh, my daughter and I fed, um, we went through a petting zoo, and uh, we had a little uh, cup of pellets for the ostriches. Oh, no. And I am afraid. We realized immediately we were afraid of ostriches. And um, it had a cup of pellets and a little, like, Dixie cup that you use for mouthwash, one of those. And yeah. we were afraid of it. And it came up, and it took the whole cup and swallowed the whole cup whole. Oh, and we could gosh. see the cup in its neck. And then it just kept swallowing. Oh. And we ran away. We were like, well, we didn't want to kill an ostrich, so we'll see you later. Wow. How many are cups do they swallow? Because that's not just me and making the mistake. How's that coming out? Well, good ugh, rough maybe that's why its name was Dixie. <laughs> 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 yeah. The, the seeds or the pellets were just like sprinkles yeah. or something. Yeah, I, that's the appetizer. I can already, I can, what would it be, an owner? I can already see it now. That one right there, that's Dixie cup. Oh, God, with that big old eyeball that's fr- freaky and you know it's you prehistoric know, and you're like, get me away from that scary bird. Ostrich, they have scary big eyes. They do, and they look over, you know. And you look in those eyes and, and they go, give me that watery. Dixie cup. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Ooh. They're kind of watery. You know, like they're like glazing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Than just like an <laughs> average moisture. Yeah, they're okay. not dry eyes. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Oh, oh. back to the fried well, food. Well, also not dry would be the deep fried <laughs> lasagna. Okay. I think that sounds delectable. Yeah. I love a good lasagna. And if anybody has a good recipe, feel free to tweet it to me mm. at Brendel Ross. I am awful at making lasagna. And oh. I hear it's actually fairly um, easy to make. Don's, I'm not good yeah. at it. Don's got you. She makes a killer lasagna. Don, hook me up. You yeah. don't even have to cook the noodles. You can just put them in there dry. Yeah, the the, the sauce makes it cooks it up. I was going to say a, a descriptive word there, Don, but I stopped myself for you. Oh, good. Oh, let's see here. Hey, we're going to take a break. Elon Musk has secret twins. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, we must know about that. And also, social media helps the minions. I'll tell you how. Next. Nutrisource, a family like no other. Hi, everybody. It's Jason for Nutrisource, the official dog food of our boys, Dexter and Mr. Big. Mr. Big is our French bulldog, our Frenchie, and he um, has now entered the picky eating phase of his life. We now call him P.S. Picky Sausage. Uh, and if you have a picky sausage in your household, don't worry. Nutrisource has a new product called Kampucha. That's right. Kampucha is a bone broth food topper that, well, you pour over your dog's food. So if they're getting a little picky with the dry food, don't worry. Kampucha can help. Three different flavors, and here's another added bonus. Kombucha by Nutrisource has probiotics, so it's also good for tummy health for your dog. How good is that? Again, three flavors. So go to an independent retailer that has Nutrisource and ask for it. Say, I want kombucha. Not for you, you know, for your dog. Find a retailer at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. When you're in pain, you... So we never think about you Secret twins! Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It sounds like it, Don. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Alexis, Don, and Ross with you this morning. Jason and Kenny are on vacation. What? Elon Musk? Okay. We're just finding out now that Elon Musk, just weeks before his baby with Grimes was born, had secret twins with somebody at his company. The project director, her name is Siobhan Zillis, and um, they welcomed twins November of last year. So this document they dug up, they, meaning probably Harvey Levin from TMZ. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, like birth so, certificates? Or? So what happened is that the papers revealed that in April, Elon Musk and this Siobhan Zillis who was the project director at the Neuralink company, asked uh, Texas County Court to change their baby's name so they would have their father's last name and contain their mother's last name as a part of their middle name. So the twin sexes were not made public. Their names were uh, redacted from the documents. The Austin judge granted their request in May. And um, a representative from Elon Musk did not respond immediately to <laughs> people's request for a comment. Okay. Um, and then she also did not immediately respond. Uh, so wow. I'm thinking, I'm putting two and two together. So the, the, the arrival of the twins came just before he and uh, his former partner Grimes welcomed a baby girl via surrogate in December. So in November, he had these baby. twins. The second baby she had with him via a surrogate was in December. Okay. And then 
they broke up. Right. So did she? Because, because when you do this. the math, the math just doesn't quite the math add up. Doesn't add up. Okay. Like, huh. did she not know about this? Was it an affair that he had with this woman? I don't know what the relationship is like, but I don't know about you. But if you're trying, she was saying before that um, they wanted oh. to have more babies at the time when the baby yes. was born. She said, um, we've always wanted at least three or four babies. Well, he's having them with other people. So he <laughs> check that off. He'll the list. get there. Uh, but the day the article was released, she tweeted that they had broken up again. Oh, right. So maybe people are like, ah, he did have a couple more babies. Well, and with a surrogate, you know, that takes time to set up. So maybe that had been planned, you know, well beforehand. I don't know. Uh, I think if you're Elon Musk, it doesn't take as long as other people. Like, are you saying they broke up a long time ago? But she was, it seemed like they were fine. Yeah. Um, He is now a father of 10. Oh, 10? I thought it was nine. No, no. Because he has another set of twins and triplets with his first wife. He shares 18-year-old twins Vivian Jenna Wilson and Griffin Musk, along with triplets Kai, Damien, and Sax Musk. Okay. Oh, no. They they should have had another meeting about that one. Sax Musk. Sax Musk. That would not have passed my (laughs) my name rights approval board. Let's workshop that. Oh my gosh, Uh, that's like Maura Wiener, who I grew up with. I just felt so bad. Maura Wiener. Oh, now we got Sax Musk. They were born in 2006 with his first wife, Justine Wilson, and the two had another son, Nevada Musk. Oh, who passed away at 10 weeks. Oh, oh that, that is that's Awful. maybe. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, last month, Vivian, his uh, daughter requested, granted her request to legally change her name and gender. Um, oh, that's last month, right. we found that out in her original petition filed on April 18th. Shortly after her 18th birthday, she included a short sentence about explaining her request for the changes Quote, gender identity and the fact that I no longer live or wish to be related to my biological father in any way, shape or form. That's why she wanted to change her name. Um, He often doesn't discuss his own family. Um, He does have strong, get this, strong opinions about increasing the birth rate. I almost thought this was a joke, but he said to the Wall Street Journal that I think one of the biggest risks to civilization is the low birth rate and the rapidly declining birth rate. Please look at the numbers. If people don't have more children, civilization is going to crumble. Mark my words. I remember him saying this. And we're like, aren't there too many people? Like, not that we want to choose who to eliminate, but just I think what I think of is all of the poor people, the people that are suffering in third world countries where you see Right. Just all the suffering of people around the world who are living in poverty. That's is what he, I think uh, of. Yeah, it, there needs to be an asterisk there. Is he talking about specific people procreating uh, right. or everyone? Mm, probably hmm. well, specifics. And I know yeah. the recent trend has been less kids, you know, in the last 20, yeah. 30 years. So I wonder if that's what he's referring to and if we stay on that trend, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But th- I mean, he's, I he's certainly doing, doing his, his part. part. <laughs> yeah, he's in the double digits of kids right now. I so, mean, we're t- this is like, I thought Nick Cannon. Yeah. Most, but- Let's start giving him some grief about it. Oh, really? No Ms. kidding. Sax Musk. Sax Musk. Uh, so, so 
his, has he claimed these children or yeah. is it? Oh, so I he, mean, most of them he had with his first wife. Right. He had this, a ton. I'm talking about the secret ones. Well, the secret one is has come out because of these court documents. Yeah. They filed the court documents and then, you know. Well, and also, if this was an employee of his, isn't that a whole nother bag of chips, too? Yeah. With he's the, only the, the power 51. dynamic. It's weird. What do you, oh, you feel like he's like, he's close to my age. Also, I'm like, look what he's accomplished. You you know, his his child wants to disown him. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess it depends on what, how you see accomplishments. Is it money or, yeah. Yeah. You you know, that's coming out though. It, when you put that in court, you know that that's going to get leaked. Right. And they filed this paperwork. Um, Ah, also, wow. Dawn, There's did you see, did you see one of the comments in the article that no, said in a, a few years the the world's most uh, the population of most of the world will come from Nick Cannon and Elon Musk? <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> you know what? I've been watching since I've been babysitting Jason's dogs. I leave on um, I leave on uh, Fox for them in case they're running reruns of Jason because all that's yeah. what they do. They watch Jason on TV when they're alone. And then I come home and I watch Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. I love him. How can you not? I already loved him because of meeting him in person and how kind he oh, was to people and yes. kids. And then I'm watching his show and I'm like, you are so sweet and talented. And you can just tell he's very kind. He's and got it. He's natural. He's charismatic. He's charismatic. And he does talk a lot about women in the audience. Like he has this whole contest where... It's like what she wearing or something like, like they dance and then they pick a woman from the audience to show off her outfit and then he hits on her the whole time. Oh. It's pretty cute. I'm oh, like, but oh. it doesn't feel creepy, huh? Um, no, I mean, yeah, but still you're like, (laughs) he's very, he's, he wants to make babies all the time. It seems like, I mean, he's checking women out. It does seem Mm -hmm. a little creepy, but I'm not, you know, whatever. I'm just not super offended. They want to be noticed. These women are on the show wearing leopard and blue outfits. So he will pick them out and flirt with them. And Mm -hmm. they're like, they flirt back and it's just cute. I'm very he had a couple jealous. Of drag queens on yesterday too. <laughs> You're jealous of Nick Cannon. I'm jealous of his wardrobe. Oh, he, oh, he is it just, the turbans. I lo- I wish I could dress as well as he does. Now I think the money plays a part in yeah, that. Oh, for sure. But, yeah, and special designers making special clothing. But yeah, he's he looks he's sharp. Got it. He yeah. always looks sharp. He also has a, had a kid on yesterday who, for his his uh, fifth grade project um, for Black History Month. They had to um, research a person and then act it out like they were them and make a chart and everything like a science fair project, except it was about a person. And this little kid picked him. So he had him on the show. He flew him there. His whole class was watching and he had him ask him questions and host the show. And he was so he's like, you made me tear up that you picked me like it was so sweet. Well, and it's genuine, too. That's the other thing. It was really genuine. This guy, he's a he's a great entertainer and host. He really is. You can see why. But for once of hosting shows and doing the uh, wild and out and and he's been around for a long time. I guess I really didn't realize by looking at his, uh, you know, Jason's big, beautiful TV and HD. He's a little bit older now mm-hmm. yeah well and he can style can style it up like great. you're saying I not everybody like can wear a turban and look that good the little kid wore a turban oh oh that's what oh. i was wondering oh, i'm gonna send you a screenshot of it the kid was nervous but he was Yo. so excited nick cannon is 41 oh yeah. okay 
okay. So you can see. I always There's a little just gray coming in. Him. Is that what you're saying? Or yeah, is it- and like, you know, wrinkles and stuff. And you're like, oh, he's yeah. an older man. Yeah. He's gone through a lot. Oh, he's a fall Recently. birthday, too. Yay. <gasps> oh. I'm also a fall birthday. So <laughs> oh, I, I always. We all I always, are. I always take note of that. Yeah. There you go. Fall birthday club. Oh, I took up the whole Fall's segment. His favorite. No, talking hey. about people who have a lot of children. No, I love it. I the secret twins. That's just fascinating. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to say about that, if anything. Right. Well, uh, speaking of suits, I got to tell you about what teenagers are doing to go see Minions: The Rise of Gru, and it's all thanks to TikTok. All those little Minions over the weekend made a. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. $125 million. It's a lot of money for little minions. Uh-huh. <laughs> so cute. Especially for an opening record there over the four-day weekend. Wow, great job. But you know what? They can thank teenagers for that using the hashtag on TikTok. That spyware we were talking Everybody's about Everybody's favorite spyware app, TikTok. That's right. Oh, man. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Happy Thursday, everyone. Alexis, Don, and Ross with you this morning. Jason and Kenny both on vacation. The hashtag is Gentle Minion. <laughs> and I see where they're going with that, this. And maybe if you go see the movie or if you saw it over the weekend, you saw a bunch of teenagers in very nice attire in suits. In suits. I'm wondering. That's what they were wearing. I'm wondering because Steve talked about this yesterday. Oh, yeah? Would it be genteel? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. a genteel. I was thinking of gentlemen. Okay. That's and what so I was thinking. Minion. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. And then you're a gentleman by wearing this is a suit. Me thinking too hard about things like this at home as yeah. I'm staring <laughs> at the dogs pooping. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> You're like, is it genteel, million? Genteel. Yeah. No. I uh, Usually they'd have, yeah, maybe. No, no, that makes sense now. It's gentlemen. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where I went to. Yeah. Mythical point to Alexis. This is something that. <laughs> <laughs> Mythical points. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Those are always the points we get, right? They really don't count for nothing. What was whose line is it anyways, where the, the games <laughs> yeah. are made up and the points don't matter? Right. Yes. Exactly. Uh. I love this because uh, I have the best memories of college where we would go. I don't even know if they do this anymore in college campuses, but we would go and watch the midnight showings yes. of the films. I remember going to a Harry Potter one. Also... Um, Varsity Blues. Paul Walker was the quarterback in it. And guys, this was the greatest thing. So we, you know, it's midnight. We all dressed up as cheerleaders and football players and whatever. They gave out food and we did the whole thing. The movie ends and they're like, there's going to be a QA with the director. And we're like, okay, sure. Let's, let's listen. Sure. And I was working for our TV, um, station at, 
on campus. So I was covering it at the same time. So I lucky, luckily was like in like the first two rows. Yeah, this is at Boston College. Oh, uh, Boston University. Yes, University. yes. Yep. And so all of a sudden the director comes out and he's like, hey, everybody. And Paul Walker showed up. Ah! We lost. He had the tightest like shirt on. And I just remember going, wow, look at him. He's here in real life. What? And yes. you thought it was going to be on the screen. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, I oh, thought... you didn't even, they didn't even tell you? No, no. It was a surprise. They said there's a Q&A with the director. And we're like, which, okay, okay, great. Okay. So he came out and then he introduced him and we just all lost our minds. He was so nice and so kind. I got to find that picture. I look like I'm nine. Of course. <laughs> but um, it just was so fun. And to, so this at least reminded me of that. At least, you know, you have a plan, you're going to dress up and then there's going to be a lot of other kids there in suits. And it just makes it really fun. I can't think of many midnight showings off the top of my head that I did anything super special for other than show up and see the movie. Yeah. But I can tell you one, and I'm actually, I'm not embarrassed to admit this, but I know I'm going to get so much pushback. Oh, not this. from us. We love furries and cosplay uh, here. So I, I don't know. I, I think Don's going to be all over me for this <laughs> uh, one. You don't know what I've done at movie premieres. Just I'm, go on. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive it was a midnight showing to the Santa Claus 3. Oh, my God. Oh. And, and all we, we didn't do anything major, but we we all, my group, dressed up with Santa hats on to watch the Santa Claus 3, which I think is a great Christmas movie trilogy. Oh. I think one and two are by far the best. Three has its moments. Totally. But that's, that's, I support this. That's all that I can think of that I've okay. done special. But that I'm, is nothing. Okay. It's nothing. Okay. I thought I was going to. I thought I was going to. No, I thought you were going to rip on me for going to the Santa Claus 3. Not necessarily the hats. I thought it was going to be the movie choice. I thought you dressed up as Rudolph or something and your your nose light started going off. You were the back half of the Rudolph. (laughs) Yeah. Fair fair warning. uh, Just putting this PSA out. You can start watching your uh, holiday movies, your Christmas movies. I go with November 1st. I think you can start sprinkling them in around November 1st, mm. but then you just go hog wild the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, absolutely. Do you feel that way about decorations, too, and putting your tree up? Is it November 1st or after Thanksgiving? I think that's a personal decision. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. no he doesn't I, that's reveal. a diplomatic I am, answer for sure. No, I am... I am okay with it. My my dad, this is actually kind of a funny story. I'll loop my dad in here on this one. Uh, growing up, my dad, he was staunch, a staunch proponent of not until after Thanksgiving, in which he would fine all the neighbors a case of beer if they turned on their Christmas lights prior, prior oh. to Thanksgiving. I think you could get away with Thanksgiving. I just, I love, just like you, Don and Alexis, the holiday season Me so too. much. Keep it up as long as you want. I love it so much. I tell people November 1st through like February 1st. Yeah. That's your window. The moment we're through Halloween, that is when you are in yes. Thanksgiving and the the whole holiday season of December. That is the time to enjoy it. I think even win- winter's great till like January 15th. 
Yeah. You know, I, well, I also, lo- I you know, love it depends on what then. you celebrate, too. Correct. My husband's Correct. from Puerto Rico. They celebrate on January 13th, the Epiphany. So they're celebrating all through yes. the new year up until then. And so, yeah, our, well, I mean, our stuff stays up for a while even after that. But, you know, details. Well, and then you, you think of the uh, you think of the other holidays that run through that. You have Hanukkah that runs in that time, uh-huh. too. And that's truly, that's, to me, just everybody is... I feel like even the jerks are happy around the holiday season. <laughs> or they're happier. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. think there's less Ebenezer Scrooges out there than we think there are. Mm-hmm. I just love to see, like, in the dead true. of winter, February or whatever, the people that still have their lights up because it makes me happy when I'm yes. miserable. Right. Well, and it's, right. And it's still <laughs> Tundra. And, and you're you know, just trying to get through your life and you're like, look at those lights. <laughs> Thank you, God. Don, you yes. ever do any midnight showings? Oh, you yeah. Had, you absolutely. probably worked a bunch, right? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I did. Um, well, I worked for the Sci Fi Channel at one point and did uh, the midnight showing of episode one um, of Star Wars when that came out. The whole big hubbub around that. So there were, you know, tons of people. And I had this huge 40 foot Winnebago that was the Sci Fi Lounge that I drove out to New Orleans and given out prizes and awesome stormtroopers and. See, a Christmas hat is nothing. You, yeah, I mean, come on Don now. and I, I, we've I done had, as okay. wizards. I had custom um, for the next Star Wars trilogy, the first of the last three that we had. I don't, I can't even count which one that is. I had my daughter worked at a bakery and they custom made me huge cinnamon rolls to put on a headband <laughs> to be Princess Leia. Yes. yes. So I had, and then I had a bread saber, which was a baguette, basically. And <laughs> it's such a great treat. Just, As you're watching the movie, you're just pouring olive oil and pepper and I, on it. I wore my choir robe <laughs> yes. and then put like some fake, you know, ammunition over it to oh. look like Princess Leia, you know. It's so just, awesome. Yeah. Now we have the cat video festival coming up. Are we going to dress up as cats, everybody? Oh my goodness! Oh, that ha- that for sure. Yes, every as, year. As a, uh, I, I think I'll proclaim myself at least now a mild my talker. Oh, I, absolutely. I love cat vid fest. <laughs> I love it. And again, I'm a cat owner, so it makes sense. But yes. I love it, and I know we have some special news we're going to talk about momentarily. Yes, we so do. So we'll we'll tease that, and I'm excited to talk about that. Yes, the Cat Video Festival is back on uh, Thursday, August 4th. It's presented by Origin Food Pet Foods and David from First Equity. So tickets go on sale today at 10 a.m. So be ready for that. A dollar from every ticket will be given to our charity partner, which is the Animal Humane Society. Use keyword cat at mytalk1071.com. And yes, you're right. Next up, I'm so excited. We have our very first spokes kitty. I love it so much. We are going to announce the winner. Uh, the winner will win $1,000 and, of course, will be featured in our logo. So we're going to tell you which kitty won that. And, of course, get your tickets at 10 a.m. We've got videos, of course, from the America's Funniest Home Videos. We've got videos from TikTok, My Talkers. It's just great. Has there ever been a better time to run a cat video festival, if you really think about it? The access to cute kitty content... It's everywhere. It's everywhere. That's so true. Yes. Love it. And we can all get together at CHS Field. It's just really a fun, fun evening. And for families, too. Yes. And David has a great wheel of kitties. 
And he gives out amazing prizes along with all the other vendors as well. So uh, that big announcement coming up next. And I also have a movie I want to tell you about that I think everyone should watch.